Welcome to Delera Talks, the business English communication podcast for non-native professionals. My name is Paula, and I am co-hosting this show with Simon. In this podcast, we're going to be covering communication advice and tips to help express yourself with confidence in English and professional settings. So we hope you enjoy the show. All right, so welcome back to another episode of Talera Talks. My name is Simon, and I'm joined with Paula. Paula, how are you today? Hi, Simon. I'm great. I'm very, very good today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm coming into the uh, the final stage of my thesis writing. So this is a kind of intense week for me, but it's nice to have a little break and and just kind of get away from it. But it's kind of funny because we're both writing a. Uh, master's theses right now aren't we we are could you tell us just super briefly what your thesis is about yeah uh it's like at this point i'm so over talking about it but i'll give a i'll give a small little uh yeah concept about it it's uh, so basically i'm i'm looking at uh communi- virtual communities of practice within organizational learning so how can we use yeah just kind of basic social functions of communities of practice within an organization and how that helps with organizational information flow and learning and all these exciting things that at this point I'm almost it's like when you eat too much candy and then you you just you've had enough (laughs) yeah I'll take a little break from uh from all that yeah how about yourself what are you writing about yeah I'm feeling a little bit similar to you with with my topic, I still find it interesting. It's about change management and how managers, top managers, middle man- managers can communicate change to have everyone on board. So, yeah, I'm developing a program for for that. That's super uh, practical and and uh, exciting. Yeah, I think that's definitely exciting. It is um, exciting. But I mean, and what's funny is both of these. Uh, kind of link a little bit with our topic today. At least some of it can be applied. I mean, what are we talking about uh, in today's uh, podcast? Active listening. That's today's topic. Active listening. Okay. And what is active listening? Because we hear that all the time. Active listening. You need to be an active listener. What does that mean? I know. It's 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 interesting how much we hear about it, and then what it, what does it actually truly mean do you have a definition you can you can give us yeah i mean so so i think the first thing to uh say is is there is and we talked a little bit about this there is kind of a lot around this topic where people think okay yeah i get maybe it's just a fancy way of saying that you really pay attention right um but but (laughs) active listening is a little bit more than that i mean when we think about active listening. I think most people, including myself, probably think that I'm a good listener, right? Um, But in reality, I mean, you know, even though we spend, I found this uh, statistic that we spend 60% of our communication time listening, we're not really good at it. And we're really only retaining about 25% of what we hear. And there's so many reasons around that, that we'll, we'll discuss. But but active listening is about how can we kind of mitigate this how can we kind of uh make it so that we're really retaining a lot of what we're a lot of what's coming in and that we're using that uh, more so um a little bit as a kind of a trampoline right so instead of just taking it and then responding back we're, we're taking it but we're absorbing it 
and then we're responding. I know that's a lot. But does that make sense? <laughs> it does. So it's a bit about, I guess there's different aspects to it. Active listening is about really truly understanding the whole message from the other person. And also, as you said, really taking it in and amplify, provide support, really modify your message, adapt yeah. it to what the other person said. Right. I mean, if, if I think about it, and I think, you know, when we research these topics and when if I really critically self-reflect, you know, it, a lot of times I wonder how, how much of the time I'm just waiting for my chance to say the thing that's like, you know, interesting to me, <laughs> which is really bad. It's, it's really poor conversation. Um, you know, this, I mean, this in itself, doing this with you has kind of also been a, a little bit of a, a practice for me that this is a conversation. And even though I get really excited about mm -hmm. things, I should yeah, it's a two-way it's a two-way thing let it go it's interesting yeah. because we try to so sometimes we talk about being interesting versus being interested and we try to be interesting most of the most of the time but we're actually more likable when we're interested the yeah. more people talk so if you let people talk then they're they're more likely to like you which is right. Quite funny. It's, yeah, it's kind of counterintuitive, right? And, and and this kind of goes into some of the benefits around this, right? So, so can you tell us maybe what are some of these benefits that we can get from active listening? So the first one is trust. You build mutual trust. You can build trust with your colleagues, with friends, with your employees, with a potential customer. But then there's also obviously less miscommunication because you're truly there paying attention to what they're saying and clarifying if there's something you don't understand. Obviously, when there is less miscommunication, there is better productivity and fewer arguments. So it's all a win-win situation. Right. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. And, and that, yeah, increasing problem-solving ability and, and also, right, showing empathy and, and, and compassion. And, and, I mean, there's, yeah, all these good aspects to it. But, I mean, what are some kind of specific... Uh, situations where active listening really is important um, there's you know many I mean? if i think from a business perspective when you have a demo with a potential client you really want to actively listen because that is going to help you really adapt your pitch to exactly what they want to or they need to hear that's a bit the more businessy one, but obviously when <laughs> when you get feedback, when there's any feedback involved, it's very important to be able to not only listen actively, but also show that you are actively listening. Right, that you're taking the feedback that you're receiving seriously and that you're really considering it. I mean, I, I think about, especially when I was younger, if I was getting some type of review or something like that, you know, uh, I would hear the good things and I think this is pretty common that you hear the good things and you're like, yeah, this is awesome. Great. And then you hear the bad things and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, I'll work on that. Cool. All right, let's continue. <laughs> you know? um, so yeah, this is where active listening definitely plays in. And then there are also barriers, right? There are barriers to, to things that would maybe make it more difficult for us to actively listen, right? Yeah. One of them is distractions. We tend to be very distracted and very, inside of our heads with our own concerns, 
with thinking we, you know, we all have internal issues. And I think you mentioned before, we're rather than actively listening, we're just getting ready to, to reply and thinking mm. of what you're going to say next. And then that is totally not the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure we've all had conversations where it's just so clear that this person does not care about anything that I'm saying. They're just, you know, they're in their own little world. Right. And, and you're just a, a prop in the room, you know? Yeah. 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 It, it comes back to what you said, right? Interesting versus interested. Right. That's it. And we all have, I guess, some prejudices and biases. And then what we think the other person means sometimes is not exactly what they meant. So it's important. We'll give some tips, tangible tips to, uh, to improve our active listening. But one of them is going to be that, like, come in with an open mind. And, and yeah, and, and of course, another one, right, is, is attention span. And I think, you know, this comes more and more with, uh, with using your phone and, and I mean, multitasking. I think, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, is it multitasking or is it just doing many things not as good as yeah. the one thing that you would be doing? That's probably really well, it. Right? <laughs> um, and then, of course, why we're here, right? The language barriers right? There's language barriers around active listening. And, and we're going to give some tips around that, right? Yes. So if active listening is hard, even if the two people involved or all the people involved speak the same language, but when one of them is not a native speaker, then it gets even more complicated. So that's, I think a lot of the tips we're going to give in just a moment will also help non-native, in this case, yeah. English speakers. Right. Awesome. And let's get to them. Let's get to the tips. Let's do that. How, how do we do active listening? How do we do active listening? Um, I think I can start with the first one, right? I think maybe the first step is uh, unlearning a few things around this, right? So I, I think probably a lot of what we hear when we, when we hear active listening is, oh, it's about the, the eye contact and it's about, you know, staring into their soul and, and mirroring <laughs> the body and, and, you know, and repeating back exactly what the person says. That's a great thing. And, and if you do all these things, that's, they're going to love you, right? Mm. <laughs> um, but I, I get the feeling that people can probably tell if, if, if you really considered what they said, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what you said also makes sense. I guess you can include it. Obviously, eye, eye contact is important. Repeating what the other person says sometimes can help you um, with the conversation or mirroring the, the body language of the other person. Those are all okay tips, but I guess there's so much more to it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's it, just like most things, right? You know, there's the, the, the kind of the, the, the layer at the top of, of these things are, are good to do, but it doesn't mean you're doing the whole thing right, you know? Um, you got to get a little bit deeper um, here, which is, I think, uh, a good thing. And, and of course, these nonverbal aspects like the, you know, the, the being neutral and, and, and non-judgmental and, and being patient and calm in communication is obviously a great first step. But we're going to talk about what are what are the maybe what are some of the the tangible things that you can do right now as well verbally to uh, to really put yourself in a position to where you can actively listen. So what about the next one um, that we're coming to the rasa technique? 
Yeah, this one is very interesting. I actually learned it from you, Simon. <laughs> you gave a great, great, you hosted a great webinar on conflict resolution. Was that a couple months ago? Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Seems like just yesterday, but yeah, a couple months ago. That yeah. was awesome. It was really good. And you introduced the RASA technique to us. Right. And right. I remember you said R standard, uh, stands for receive, A for appreciate, S for summarize and A ask. So Ralph says receive, appreciate, summarize and ask. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, Rasa literally means uh, juice in Sanskrit. So juice, uh, like orange juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. exactly. So we're giving you the juice. No, that's that's <laughs> that's the way to remember it here. Um, and yeah, so this is um, you know I, I I came across this uh, by a man named Julian Treasure, and and if if you have time, look him up. He has a lot of great work around this. But this technique, this Rasa technique, the first step, right? Receive. This comes more into what we just talked about—the nonverbal uh, aspects, right? This is the your kind of body language, how you're looking, right? Um, you know, obviously, if we're receiving something, we want to be neutral, not non-judgmental. Um, you know, taking in what the person's saying and allowing and then, silence, right? I, this is something I, I learned. I used to be, I would say, a little bit more insecure uh, before than I am now, and. For me, silence was a very awkward and uncomfortable thing. And when I learned that silence is okay and that you can just let people talk and listen, and if there is a second where no one's talking, that's also all right. Uh, I guess that's also a way to receive what the other person's saying, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I applaud you for being that much uh that, that that further along in your journey than i am with that because maybe it's it's where i'm at in my american cultural background where it's uh difficult for me to 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 deal with silence in a conversation um but i'm working on it i'm working on it uh, appreciate can you tell uh, a little bit about appreciate what do we mean when we say that the next step so the way i understand appreciate is when you show them that you're listening is when you appreciate the message that's coming through, perhaps with just a simple, like for example, I see, or, oh, yes, or, mm -hmm, okay, or even this, and this is also a little bit uh, American, the really, when someone's <laughs> saying something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just that little thing shows that you're actually listening you're appreciating what they're saying mm -hmm. um, just exactly what you just did right now which i don't even know if, if you noticed it but you did and i think okay paula actually is listening to what i'm saying that's so nice <laughs> i'm definitely actively listening <laughs> um next one next one we're coming to summarize right Summarize. I think this is my favorite one. I work on this a lot with, with my students. And it's when you paraphrase or summarize what the other person's saying. And it's not really about topping the conversation. It's just about saying, all right, I listen to you and this is how I understand things. So there's some phrases we prepared here that people can use. For example, oh, it sounds like, and then you say what the other or summarize what the other person says. So it sounds like, in other words, what you're saying is, or, oh, so in a nutshell, and then you can give the message, or... If I say, mm -hmm. if, if, sorry to cut you off, but if, if I say, if I give an example like, 
you know, living in Denmark is really, really, really difficult in the, uh, in the winter, but you know, in the summer, it's like, it's a different world and people come out of their shell and everything is nice and, and bright. And, and it's just like a completely different world. How would you reflect back what I was saying there? So one way to go about it could be, oh, so it sounds like, although the winter is pretty harsh, when the summer comes, everyone's happy and it actually pays off. Yeah, exactly right. And for me, as your kind of conversation partner here, that shows, okay, she, you, you, you really just took my words and you internalized them and showed that you're understanding everything that I'm saying. And then you're, you're providing it back to me in a way that I think, okay, yeah. You're, but you're doing it in a different way because it's from your perspective. And that really makes me feel listened to. Yeah. Which uh, you did that really well. Very good. Thank you, Simon. Yeah, summarize yeah. is pretty cool. I like that as a conversation um, skill. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then the last one, um, we'll just get through uh, ask, right? So we've, we've come through receive, appreciate, summarize, and now ask. And this is after, after you're summarizing you know, just like you just did asking, okay, so, you know, can you clarify about something, right? Or so what do you mean when you say this? Or is this what you mean, right? Um, and, and kind of, this is what we're doing, where we're building on to the conversation, we're adding a kind of our layer, right? So even if you didn't really understand it correctly, you could do something like, I may not be understanding you exactly correctly. But um, when you said this, is that what you mean, right? Um, and so this is a, a good way to kind of clarify certain points, right? Yes. And I think asking is great when you're in the middle of a conversation, but it's different. So one thing is ask questions to clarify certain points or to encourage them, uh, you know, to expand on, on a specific topic, but it's also important to not deviate the conversation. So if you feel like what you asked was totally off track, then make sure that you bring the conversation back on track. So for example, something like, well, it was great to hear about Alice. You asked about Alice, but tell me more about your adventure in uh, Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's just kind of, off right off the uh, way but but you're ensuring that you're you're trying to get it back on track at some point right that's it and if you didn't need any clarifications you can encourage all right tell me more or and then what happened next or how did that make you feel or what do you think is the best way to handle the situation nice nice so we have we have our rasa technique we have our yeah our, our method of how we can go about doing this and of course this is something we can practice but there are also some everyday little things that you can do, which I, I came across, um, which I thought were pretty interesting. And I'd like to get your take on some of these. I mean, a few of them are, are focused around silence, right? So whether that be just sitting in silence or, you know, meditation, um, you know, and kind of dealing with the crazy, uh, you know, uh, tornado of thoughts going on in your head, trying to sit in silence, that helps. Also, uh, trying to identify different sound channels. I thought this was an interesting one. Identifying different sound channels in a crowded place. So if you're sitting in a cafe, can you narrow in on one person's 
conversation or narrow in on one sound, right? Um, not to be the creepy person, you know, <laughs> eavesdropping on, on other people's conversations, but you get my point, right? I do. Those are all very, very interesting for sure. And I'm sure they will help. They're hard nowadays yeah. with so much noise around us. <laughs> yeah. Um, good, good, good. So, uh, good. So we have our Rasa uh, technique. We have our everyday kind of tips that we can work on. Um, what else do we have? So I, I, we put together a little list of like, all right, here are some bullet points to remember while active listening. So as we said, focus on being interested, not interesting. Mm. Ask questions. One thing we didn't mention is look for commonalities. We right. like people who are similar to us. So find those things you have in common during a conversation. And I think we talked a little bit about this before in one of the other episodes i can't remember which one but but that is a common thread in good communication is, is finding commonality that then you can build on right that's it and tune in with all your attention leave your phone aside uh use your body language to nod this is a way to receive the message what we said from the rasa technique learn to paraphrase or to summarize what the other person's saying let go of your agenda. We talked about this in one of our, I think it was in the small talk uh, episode where a conversation is a bit like swinging doors and sometimes yeah. you need to let the other person go through because there's no point in pushing it because then no one actually gets through. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. That's so true. Um, good, good. Anything, any other, any other tips that we have? I mean, I think... Yeah, like we said, those are pretty good. Um, obviously, don't interrupt. Um, and uh, yeah, give up the need to be right. Ooh, that's a good one. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other uh, list of episodes. <laughs> um, okay, so so now we're, we're kind of wrapping it up here and getting into to why this is important, not only just in basic communication and in your career, but also specifically within English learning, right? So, you know, this is a critical to language learning, um, especially when, when the, uh, with the Rasa technique, we use that when we are in a conversation and it gives us time when we are kind of uh, paraphrasing, giving it back. So what you mean is when we do that, we're giving ourselves a little time to consider what was said. So a lot of times if the conversation is moving too fast, that can, that can be a, a pretty intense. The Rasa technique will help you kind of consciously Get, get through what's being said. Um, and it makes it so that even if there's different vocabulary things going on, you'll be able to kind of internalize the main points, right? Um, and, and yeah, of course, we're, we're all, always with Talera, we're, we're trying to work with that <laughs> and build on that. Um, and, and the summarizing as well with the Rasa technique can help you even pick up new vocabulary and use um, which, which I, I've been using in a little bit of my language learning as well. Um, yeah, so great. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and so, so active listening, what are the big things, Paula, if you can kind of wrap this up uh, for us, what are the big things we, we worked on today? So just uh, super quickly uh, summarized, active listening is a way of truly understanding what the other person is saying, taking that in and showing that you are also doing it. And it can help you um, limit miscommunication, be more productive, build relationships with customers and clients, 
and employees as well receive feedback, improve negotiations, and a bunch of other stuff we mentioned before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the good things. <laughs> yes. And um, I want to say we provided some tips like RASA techniques, uh, the RASA technique and so on. But we are going to write a blog post about it and we will provide so much more info on this topic. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we of course covered a lot of really good stuff today. And uh, the blog post from Talera, I know, Paula, you've written a lot of those. Um, I mean, those are great and there's so much good information on there. Just like on the rest of our, our, our platform, you know, shameless plug, I'm just plugging, uh, you know, uh, the, the webinars, of course, that we have monthly, um, and then the blogs, um, there's a lot of really good stuff uh, to, to get into there that's going to help you, yeah, progress with your English. Um, so I guess that is it for us today, our final week of our thesis. Um, Woo. All right. Well, almost <laughs> uh, there. I will uh, get back to writing. I guess the same for you, Paula. Thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks for meeting with me today. Thank you so much, Simon. It was fun. All right. Awesome. And to uh, all of you out there, as always, keep learning. And that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember to subscribe to Talera Talks. We'll be back soon with more. And visit our website at talera.com for more valuable content on business English. You can also request a free consultation on the best ways for you and your team to improve your communication skills. So have a great day and keep learning.